Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi guys, welcome to Solomon Smith, the podcast. Based on Solomon Smith, the show. Based on Solomon Smith, the Friendship. Friendship. We've reached the end here. The end of, of this, I don't know, are we calling it a season? Are we calling it a chunk? Yeah, I guess. A chunky a season? chunky chunk. <laughs> your crunchy podcast. We've reached episode eight of eight episodes. That's what we've done. This is where we are right it's now. It's a season. And, it's a season? It's a season. It's a season. It's been a couple of months that we've all been hanging out here together, guys. We have. We're drawing the curtain back. Yeah, we're going to talk to the producers of the podcast. Did you even know that we had producers, guys? Or did you think we were just this slick? <laughs> they thought we were this slick, for sure. <laughs> it's the DePaul brothers. They've been pretty much handling all of it. Yeah. Miles DePaul. Chris DePaul. <laughs> I like how you paused on each of their names there for a second. Got it. I got and it. And we know who they are now. Remember yeah. when we thought they were the opposite ones? Well, one of them is married and one of them's not. And the one who's married tends to hang out later. So we assumed that he was the unmarried one. Yeah. You trying to stir up trouble between him and his wife right now or what? Always. <laughs> <laughs> Jess has got an agenda. So we're so going to talk to these. Yeah, that is it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I'm stirring up trouble. <laughs> Tune in next season when I break up one of the DePaul brothers' marriages. <laughs> Turns out it was the wrong one. Oh! <laughs> All right, we're going to talk to these guys about their experience of this 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 season of podcasts, which was their favorite topic, and we're going to get into it more with them. Yeah, what chunks did they like? What chunks of the chunks? <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's interesting about this season is I don't believe we have become any more skilled at doing intros. No. <laughs> Over the course we of these. We keep it so fresh. <laughs> so fresh. So we're going to talk to... Who do we talk to first? We're going to talk to Chris. Yeah. About the... F- Future episode? The Futurist? No. We talked to Miles. God damn it! <laughs> about the future. These brothers don't even look alike, other than both being handsome brothers. They're very handsome. I'm so They're confused. They're very lovely. We, yeah. talked to, um, we talked to Miles about the Futurist. Of course we did. I know we did. I can picture who's who right now. <laughs> and then we talked to uh, Chris about ASMR. ASMR. I so good. Do you think they get confused about who's Solomon and who's Smith? I hope so. I hope so. So too. And, uh, the bros uh, <laughs> reporting live from <laughs> the studio. Yeah, we're recapping our season. What a fun time it's been! <laughs> it's been a fun time. <laughs> 
I didn't know we were going to do the whole intro now, I but I think know. we should just I, go yeah. with it. I, I, uh, we're here with uh, Miles. <laughs> <laughs> On the corner of the street. Well like. done, uh, Miles. Thanks for stopping by. We, we're a bit punchy uh, here at the end of yeah. the, uh, seven episodes. Yeah, we are. Yeah, right. Um, and uh, we want to talk about our favorite topics, right? Yeah, let's recap the season. What Miles, was the what Chris? was? <laughs> Sorry, Chris is over there. He's gonna be I, quiet the whole time. All right. Um, what was the topic that sparked you the most? Uh, I think it was one of the first ones we did w- with Trevor, the futurist episode. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, cause his program. He talked about his OCAD degree. That was actually a program I almost did or was considering really? doing for a little while. I was just like endlessly fascinated by. So it's called like strategic foresight or something oh, like so that he didn't is, make it up it's a real yeah thing. it's a real thing it's just a fancy way of saying like what's the future going to be like and how can we build things for the future oh, so okay. in hindsight do you wish you had had the foresight to take the foresight class <laughs> hey yeah. Yeah. trying to get a little laugh in there everybody Good one, um, <laughs> Good <one. laughs> no i'm i guess i'm glad i didn't do it yeah I think like they <laughs> was it Trevor specifically or uh... no his no. yeah his perspective definitely got me wanting to do it again a little bit more just mm-hmm. because you can live in this like I think from the outside it looks like you can just live in this glorious world where you make everything up and then tell your bosses that this is what they should do yeah um, so that's kind of what got me excited about it and he was just living in a fantasy world every time he talked about <laughs> totally. it all, yeah. especially that. Uh, that game that he created, I forget did, the name he, of it. Yeah, he created a big simulation at some point during his is like his thesis or something, where he got so many people involved and yeah. created a potential disaster. I feel like everyone died at the end of his simulation. <laughs> Not I don't know. In real I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. this big company that he created <laughs> yeah. that he then just yeah murdered and fired everybody. Yeah, so that sounds like a great <laughs> education. So, yeah. Um. Okay, I know one of one of your interests is the multiverse, right? Or multiverses? I don't even know what that means. Tell um, us what you know, and I know that you're not an expert. You're just a guy yeah. with a passion. Yeah, I don't know if it's a. It's. I think it's kind of a part of our future that we will be in. We're going to slowly be able to peel back what we know of the universe and realize that we are one of probably many universes that exist, maybe an infinite number of universes, or like. Uh, Elon Musk, the Tesla CEO, mm-hmm. he always talks about the fact that we're be like in a simulation, and that's just maybe another way to think about the fact that we're just in one of many different universes that could exist. Yeah. Do you think um, him knowing that we live in a simulation is giving him the edge in this world? Because he seems to be doing pretty well. He's yeah. He probably yeah. hacked his own like body into making it work in this universe in this yeah. simulation. I definitely think so. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, the people well, it, that the people that think in these terms, I mean, I, they must be at some kind of advantage, right? Or a disadvantage. I feel like he's said that he he's only allowed to think about these things when he's having like dinner with his brother or something. Or I think it's actually like when he's in a hot tub with his brother. Otherwise, it just he's obsessed with it and he can't stop thinking about it. And yeah, it, it just kind of is, is debilitating. How often is he in a hot tub with, hot tub with his, his brother? That's he's a so billionaire. Specific. He can have all the hot tubs yeah. he wants. Gosh. I feel like the bros need their own hot tub. <laughs> There's a reason we're trying to build this company. Together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, get, what are the bros get hot tub money again? and then we're good to go. Oh my goodness. Because yeah, it could at some point, if you're thinking about all the time, the fact that you're in a simulation, it might improve impede your ability to just live your life right you become hyper aware have you guys thought about this this whole idea i've thought about it a little but i can't totally wrap my head around it the first time this came into my brain was in undergrad i took a philosophy class that um opened up my mind to the idea of 
just other worlds. So we we had to decide whether something was possible and we decided it wasn't possible. And then the teacher just drew a circle on the blackboard and was like, what about in this world? And I was high and I was like, what do you mean? (laughs) You went to another world. Uh, Yeah, it was such a bad idea. I was like, God is dead. Oh my God. (laughs) Or or whatever. And and there was that. And then there was this, there's this other very famous, you know, um, I don't even know, I can't remember what it was called. It was like a string of philosophy or a theory that is basically this idea that we're, I guess it's the older version of whatever people say, video game or simulation, which is that we're, how can you prove that we're not actually all just brains in vats at MIT? Right. That that's the the tradition, like the the old philosoph- philosophical question, one of the yeah. philosophical questions, and that idea and all of that put together in that class that day freaked me out enough, and I didn't <laughs> you know sleep that night, and then I tried to put it out of my mind because yeah. That sounds like it's, propaganda from MIT. Why MIT? Yeah. Why? It's so it's true. Specific. I, I wasn't even at MIT, and I was like, oh, thank God I'm not at MIT. <laughs> I'd hate to see those brains in the vats. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay, this is the one thing... I just get caught up on the idea of dreams. I feel like I'm very... I'll, I'll totally accept that we're a simulation, and I sometimes feel like that, like when it's night and I'm just kind of walking alone in the world. I'm like, is this world even real? I don't, there's moments where I'm alone that it's easy for me to, to get onto that idea, but it's when I'm interacting with other people or like at night having dreams. How do you account for this? How do you account for dreams? I yeah. think the dreams are just like everything else. It could just program. be a manuf it yeah and it's i don't know i have no idea i don't think anybody knows what dreams are truly like i've heard yeah. of them described as like ways for your brain to like train itself for potential future encounters yes, i've heard about that one too so i mean like oh, that okay. kind of feels mathematical yeah. and technological where it's like a part of your hardwiring is like learning how to deal with the future that might happen one day yeah, oh, yeah. and that's you dreaming and that's you, you know, making use of it's like you it's like they put us to sleep like a computer but yes. they don't shut us down yeah so you just have that little light going right. yeah. i um yeah as i was kind of articulating that thought i was thinking uh well i don't i mean of course i don't know i don't understand the program because i'm in the program as i was saying it, i'm like no nope, still could totally be happening just because i have questions about the simulation well that's the most we're frustrating not part i think yeah. everybody when they talk about this always says that this is actually something that we'll never be able to figure out. If we are in a simulation, mm-hmm. it will... I don't know the reason for it, but like it's designed in such a way that there's no way for our little species to actually realize that we're just a Sims character that needs to boost up our food levels. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you think they like when we talk about this stuff that the people that are controlling us are laughing so hard they're making are they making us talk about it (laughs) they're like they think they're onto it like what (laughs) or they're freaking out like we're the first ones there we're further along than most other universes i think but we're probably programmed to self-destruct the minute that we actually right can actually see the simulation oh well we're getting there control it or something (laughs) yeah are we well, doesn't we it feel think- like we're about to self-destruct? Oh, self-destruct, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I thought you meant like feel, like find out about the simulation in a way that we could actually affect the control of it. Yeah. What do you think the world is going to look like in 50 years? I think, um, I like to think that like in terms of on a cultural perspective, I think we're going to be, like there's definitely a whole political climate of like nationalism right now. Mm-hmm. But I think... Um, I think we're just definitely going to be moving more towards like a globalist mentality. Did you guys see the Mark Zuckerberg manifesto he had the other day? No. no. 
Was um, it on Facebook? It's, it's on Facebook. <laughs> All right, I'll check it out. It's weird. Read about it somewhere else. It was like a 6,000 word, like, here's the future of the world. And it was all about, like, the history of of the world, of mankind, was more and more people interacting in larger tribes. So it started with individuals, then, like, little tribes, yeah. then cities, then countries. And the next evolution is... And there's religion in there as well. Next evolution is more of like a kind of what you were talking about earlier, like one global, you know, society, one global. And I, I, that's the optimist in me that I think we're definitely going to be moving more towards that. And once that comes, I think it opens up so much when it comes to science and progress and the ability for people to actually be sharing and collaborating as opposed to fighting. Um, I look at like how more and more we're getting better at working together. Oh my even God. though it's <laughs> like a pretty fucked up region. Yeah, I yeah. think in all, it's pretty incredible. And the Donald Trump stuff, I, I've gotten over because I think it's such a clear one pendulum swing that is not really going to last and it's not a lasting As a know, reaction, a temporary glitch reaction. Glitch in this to... matrix that we live yeah. in. Yeah. Oh my God, I love that idea. <laughs> it's just a glitch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, thank you for your optimistic vision of the future. 50 years. That's all it'll take. (laughs) I like it. Thank you so much. Thanks for chatting with us. Thank you, guys. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. That was Miles. No, that was Chris. No, because I'm like, no. <laughs> Miles is the one we talked about the multiverses. Oh, no. <laughs> I know this. I know this. When they're right in front of me, I can say their names correctly, and I know which face is I what know, face. I know, their faces are in here. What is wrong with me? Do you know what I think it is? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break it down right now. One of them looks like, they look like the other. They do, yeah. and I don't mean to be stereotypical about this. And guys, I'm sorry to let you know how I think of you, but Miles is like the taller, jockier one. Yeah. He was the guy that was into sports. Yes. Chris is like the nerdier one. Yeah. And Chris, I say that with love. I love nerds. But you're a little bit nerdy. You look a little bit nerdier than your brother. And in my mind, the name Miles is nerdier. I think that's why I've always messed him up. And the name Chris is like, yeah, we play hockey. I'm Chris. Well, it's because we thought M. Miles is married. And we we got that wrong. And we drilled that in. I remember walking home from the show with you one night, like, remember, M. Miles married. Yeah. Yeah. And we were like, (laughs) really drilled that in. So now you just have to, you just, I just flip it. Jess, well, I'm sorry I doubted you right now. <laughs> no, I was like, I'll just correct it when we start. <laughs> You're like, ah, uh, no. <laughs> uh, sorry, Solomon. 
Okay. Well, why don't you transition us, please? And I would just zip my little lips over here. Okay. That was Miles. Who knew he was into multiverses? There we go. Now we have our new mnemonic. How do we say that word? Miles Multiverse. Miles Multiverse. That was actually a really fun combo to have. I, I wouldn't have guessed that he was into that. It's interesting to know how much people think about this stuff. Man, we got to grab some beers with those guys and get deeper into it all. Definitely. All right. Now, tell us who we're going to talk to next about what, (laughs) because I don't know what the world is anymore. We're talking to Chris about ASMR artistry. Oh, my gosh. He loved it. And we wanted to know more about how that episode, that chunkity chunk affected him. (laughs) Yeah. And full disclosure, guys, we actually are recording this on the same day that we recorded the ASMR thing. So this was fresh. Yeah. In his mind and in his body. Still alive. Here he is. really don't even need to ask this, but of all the topics that we've covered in this season of Solomon and Smith, the podcast, which one sparked you the most? Definitely the ASMR episode. <laughs> yeah, we yes. know this. <laughs> the one we just recorded. Yeah, we just recorded it. Uh, things are a bit out of order here at the podcast, guys. Uh, I was going to say spoiler alert. Anti-spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Lifting of the walls. Um, my favorite part of the ASMR podcast was watching your face. I feel like you were discovering something new about yourself. Is that true? Oh, I learned a lot during that. So when I record these, yeah, I have the headphones on and you guys don't. Yeah. And Sarah's voice was just made for ASMR as far as I understand. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize I had a thing for it, but it was so calming. So it was is so that, smoothing. Is that a reaction to a voice that you haven't really had before? Even just the voice? Because you wear headphones a lot and listen to a lot of audio. Well, it wasn't her talking voice. It was her ASMR voice. Okay. When, she turned, like, uh, yeah. when she turned it on, it, that's like, oh, this is turned a, a on. calming experience have you used the app headspace i think it's called. no but i've heard of it it's a meditation it's a meditation app and um i guess it's a lot like asmr and i've used it before and it's a very soothing kind of voice that takes you through a little bit of a trip and water starts flowing in the background and that happened in your kitchen and i was listening to it live oh it was wow. the best oh because yeah. she was pouring the water did it give you it was it relaxing or did it give you also like a tingling sensation so the tingling came when she tapped her nails against the glasses. Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't realize that that was a thing. That was enjoyable. You found yeah. your trigger. Yeah, I think the glass tingling was a trigger. Some of the other stuff, the rubbing of the belt, the knapsack, yeah. the zipper, I didn't care for. That wasn't for you. No, okay. no that's not my thing. <laughs> You've so quickly become like a discerning <laughs> ASMR yeah. consumer. You're like, I didn't care for that. No, yeah, I wouldn't pay for that. Yeah. No. So to you, was the, the, the tapping was the most? Tapping was Anything else? Nice. The water a little bit? Uh, the water was nice, yeah. And then um, her voice was just so calming. I wonder if you listen to other ASMR artists, if uh, if you would have the same reaction, or if it was, yeah, I did. Thank you. Uh, or if, if it was just if it was her specifically, or if there would you'll have to listen to others and see. Yeah. If, uh, oh, I think I have a, a whole night of this. <laughs> I think you have many nights. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think I've just there. yeah. I found my my thing. Yeah. Did you know about this at all? No, no, I didn't know. I knew about it on the show. Right. You guys talked about it on the show, and that. And then we played some live, but that was a very sexual kind. Oh yeah, we did play. We we stumbled upon some we, sexual yeah, kind. It's pretty quickly went into the. Which I think whenever you search a topic online, yeah, you quickly topic. find the sexual yeah, version of it. Sure. Yeah. Um, but this was just very uh, 
it was a very safe ASMR experience, very G-rated, yeah. I'd say, and uh, I didn't know that existed. Yeah, I mean, it's hard not to think about the sexual connotations just because everything in our world is so sexual, and especially when you find th- things online. But, I mean, she was trying to draw kind of a a line is that like you know that that's like not what she's into she doesn't yeah. do the banana thing or whatever yeah. <laughs> the wholesome asmr yeah um something for the whole family did you get into it after you learned about it at the show no i i've looked into it before because uh, a friend of mine said that she had it and i was like oh what is this so i mm. i googled it but i think i need to throw on some noise canceling headphones i'm really gonna check out that find your trigger uh that video because I want to know if I do have that trigger I want to feel that feeling and know what it is well that's it I got she served up 10 different options for me to test and I found my trigger yeah and I think if there if that's a website or something you should uh, go find <laughs> yeah I really want to yeah um, I like I, I like that triggers being used in such a positive way with right. this because like that hasn't been the way it's been used, you know. Yeah, popular wa- parlance. Trigger warning. Yeah. You might feel tingles. <laughs> yeah, it might feel um, really good. Do you think that like we could pay Sarah to come to a party, <laughs> like you know, facilitate a uh, trigger ASMR night? Oh my god, can you imagine? I couldn't. Once you brought up drugs, Jess, I couldn't yeah. stop thinking about like how amazing it would be. Like that scenario, I think we need to get some MDMA. Yeah. Presumably. Have hired Sarah to come over. I mean, you would blow everyone's mind if oh, that yeah. was. If we all had wireless headphones on and like silent, you know, can't, like noise yeah. canceling, then she just talked into a mic. Oh my God. In yeah. a different room. And we all just kind of had our own little experience. Yeah, I'd like to be in, I'd like to be in the pay, dark. I'd pay $80 to go to that party. Are the drugs included in the $80? I'd pay $100 if the drugs are included. <laughs> Is this a party you could make happen? Seems like something I could facilitate. Oh my God. Should we actually do it? I think so. I mean, you know, a party that I don't need to talk to anybody. You yeah. just, everybody just sits there relaxing, feeling all of these sensations oh while doing drugs. Yeah. I mean, it, it'd be nice if the lights, lights were low. Oh, so for sure. Lighting. I, might, I don't need lighting. to like, I don't need to like see other people experiencing. Everything. No, no, no. No one needs to see anybody else. Yeah. Is it like a beanbag party? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, there's definitely bag. like a lot of comfortable options on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, How many people? Ten at most, I think. Ten at most. Don't you think? You want to keep it small. Yeah, but this you could fill an airplane hangar. If everybody had their own little bean bag with their own little headphones. Yeah, you know what? This there could is, be, this could be other a way big to ass thing. Yeah. I would look at that. I mean, I know this isn't what we were talking about, but we did talk about this at one point about the multiverse, and that looks like a simulation. Like yeah. That oh, yeah. looks like a kind of uh, looking just a bunch of people on bean bags with the headphones. On yeah. drugs, experiencing stuff. That's that's the next step. And like the live yeah. ASMR, we gotta get Sarah to do that. She'd be into yeah. it. Of course she would. She's yeah. such a good sport. Yeah. Well, I'm glad it connected with you two as much as it did with me. <laughs> I wasn't I sure if it was just idea. with the headphones. Well, no, I, I don't well, know if I've ex- I haven't experienced it no, yet. No, we but- were living vicariously through you. I think. Yeah. yeah. During that. I could see how it could be amazing just from hearing it without the headphones. So yeah, yeah for sure. You know, to me was the most fun part was when we had Sarah um, then do the ASMR bonus. So we had to do a long one for that episode and then a bunch of little ones for all the episodes. And just seeing her kind of do it live and innovate. And then all of a sudden she's like, do you have scissors? Do you have, and yeah. well, you, what did you spot? You spotted that pillow. I started scratching a pillow. Yeah, Jess <laughs> is like, I found something. And like, to me, that was so much fun. And it built up 
so much tension in the room because we were all just like listening and I think in awe of kind of what she was doing and the sincerity she was doing it with and that final one when we cut we were all like what like we just all kind of exploded in noise after that it was so cool she knew some classic tropes I think yeah she she was going ska ska I'm like that's cool yeah Yeah. you knew that was a thing though and then the way that she uh, she traveled around the microphone I guess so that it gets I don't know it's surround sound or it gets in both of your ears because I I was scratching on the pillow and then I gave it to her and I was curious to see how does she how elevate this to something? ASM artist going to do yes. what, they, yeah. what is the ASM artistry? It was, and it was artistic. Yeah, <laughs> it really was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. No, you know, I feel like I'm feeling the tingles just from. Honestly, I was just so impressed that we threw that at her. Can you do this? And she's like, sure. And it's yeah. like such a potentially vulnerable thing to do, oh, it yeah. felt like. Well, I asked her if we should leave the room yeah. because, you know, she she talked about doing it. She hasn't uploaded videos or anything. She's not out there. So I didn't know how comfortable she would be. Yeah. But she was fine with us in the room. I was trying not to laugh because it's just it was such an intense. And sometimes I get I laugh out of nervousness of or whatever. And, uh, and she says that she can't listen to herself. I had the experience of a good friend of mine who... Um, does meditation stuff mm. and I know her and when I went to one of her meditation sessions the first time she turned on her meditation voice oh, yeah. and I couldn't handle it like <laughs> yeah. I really it took everything in me not to crack up laughing because it's weird when you, but I could you know Sarah I don't know and she just for me that's who she is you know she's this ASM artist and it works yeah it was do really you, organic with her you don't, do, you, do you have stand-up voices like when your friends come and see you is it like oh wow that's you on a stage versus the person I, I know off so. stage. I think I like I just try to tap into a more extroverted, goofy part of my personality. Yeah, it's probably just me when I'm turned up. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, a few drinks at the party, feeling. I've had some nerdy listeners of my podcast, Questionable at Best, then hear my stand-up. Like, people who are, like, fully into this audio stuff, and they're like, oh, your stand-up voice is, like, an F. Or, like, some whatever the tone is that they think I hit that's different in stand-up than in my speaking voice. Oh, like, F tone. Okay, I thought, I thought they were, was like, like a failing grade. You. Oh, no, they didn't <laughs> fail me. I was like, these people are mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're not nerds, really they're bullies. Those are, those are my fans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they're mean, but you they're... You suck. I just call them fans. They're my fans because they engage with me. <laughs> I love that they're so nerdy that when they want to insult you, they give you, like, a letter grade. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, uh, I don't even know enough about music to know what I'm saying. Notes. 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 Yeah, people have said that I have, like, a different note in my stand-up than in my speaking voice. But I wouldn't know that. Yeah, I mean, I guess it makes sense. Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted us to try to do ASMR voice for you. Oh. Will you throw on the cans yeah. and let us know? I keep like. Do you like how I, I call them, them the cans, cans today? Oh, yeah. The headphones. Yeah, yeah. Lingo. Cool. Check on those cans. Because um, can is another word for boobs. No. What? Isn't it? Your oh, cans. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That feels so 1940s. Is well, that... I have really updated references. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, I've never heard it before. Can you use it? Like, use it in a sentence. Look at her look, cans. Look at her cans. Look at her cans. <laughs> that's it? That's what you can say? Yeah, yeah you could. Wow. All right. Well, that's why when you, you get I keep out. calling them cans, but these are also called these are cans. Also cans yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Throw on those cans. <laughs> Um, Let me wrap these cans around my head. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. I'm ready for an experience. Okay. Uh, Well, you're looking at me like we're going to do this together, are we? Oh, I thought we were going to harmonize. Oh, my God. No, okay. Well, you do first, then I'll do, and then maybe we can do it together. Okay. I just said, oh, my God. And it looked like Chris reacted. 
Lisa's voice relaxing. I put a lot of people to sleep when I don't mean to, telling them <laughs> stories that night. I hope you had a nice childhood. <laughs> I hope that's, <laughs> that's terrifying. <laughs> Wait, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit a different register. No, this isn't working. This is not working. No, but I wanted to say that your wife thinks you have a very low speaking voice. I whisper naturally. Nobody hears me at a bar, but they pretend they can hear what I'm saying. Okay. I don't see Chris <laughs> reacting to any of this. Um, I'm going to try something. Wait, what was your trigger? Your trigger, I want to remember. No, it's the tapping on the Oh, okay. I'm going to try oh, no, that. On that one, yeah. The mug? Right. Some yeah. feedback on the voices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I want any. <laughs> Voice is fine, but you were talking to me too much. Oh. She was just giving, like, polite words to the atmosphere like to the universe she's just putting wow. it out there she's just giving polite words to the atmosphere that's true okay so too direct is too creepy yeah, yeah. you think it's weird you had a nice childhood <laughs> that was so intense <laughs> <laughs> it's too much when we're seated it's too much when we're seated a foot and a half across from each other Chris and I'm staring you directly in the face going like I want to see Chris's tingle face. <laughs> okay, good feedback, good feedback. Yeah. Maybe All there's right. a, a world out there for horror ASMR. <laughs> All right. I don't think I have enough nails for this, but I'm going to give it a try. Okay. nice <laughs> yeah. Yeah, got that one. you know i feel that she is a true asm artist though because even like the rhythm of our tapping i feel like was not as uh, yeah it was a bit soothing frenetic as hers <laughs> that's yeah. right it was <laughs> versus hers had like a randomness to it like a simulated rain i think yeah, that's yeah. what it was it wasn't just tap 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 tap. <laughs> Are you feeling it yet? This is my ASMR video. Do you feel the jingles? Feel them. Wow. So maybe it's about the person. Uh, maybe it's about their energy yeah. being chill. She was very chill. Yeah, yeah. from start to. I mean, from when she walked in the door and. Yeah, she had a. T- <laughs> she she did really improve the vibe of this place, didn't she? <laughs> How do we, can we get her to come back? <laughs> she did really improve. The, I don't know what about my four pound chihuahua barking endlessly at you guys made you think that we needed to quote change the vibe of this place. Uh, well, I don't think. I, I think th- we could talk about this all day. Yeah. Well, we're what were you going to say? I think you should stick with stand up. Okay. <laughs> don't quit. Fine. Don't quit the day job. Fine. Well, we did it. Yeah. We. I mean, by and by that I mean we wrapped a season of podcasting. Season two. But I don't mean that we made Chris feel the tingles. No. Thanks for listening. That was uh, Miles DePaul and Chris DePaul, otherwise known as the Brothers DePaul. Keep up with everything that they're doing on their website, brothersdepaul.com, or on Twitter, at Brothers DePaul. And subscribe to our podcast. We're going to be back uh, with a whole new season of shows at Bad Dog Theater. So make sure to check that out. Tell your friends. Yeah, that's, that's in September 2017. <laughs> so put that in your calendars. Hopefully you have one. Man! 
Those DePaul brothers. Yeah. They're so cool. They are. Guys, honestly, if you have like creative projects or things to do that's going to pay them money, though, they do enough. They do enough for the community on their own. Uh, Check them out. Get them involved in whatever you're doing. Until we get our website up and running, please check out smithsolomon.com. Smith & Solomon is a leader in industrial training solutions. They serve all kinds of people, but they especially serve individuals seeking Department of Transport Compliance Training and forklift or commercial driver's license training. They got your back. Oh, yeah. They got you covered. They are covering your back. And if you want a discount, please mention Jess Solomon and Deanne Smith, and you'll get 15% off. No, don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and have you guys realized that the running joke is that we're never going to get a website together? (laughs) So just check out smithsolomon.com. (laughs) I feel like we should let them in a little bit. This is the final episode. There's no reason not to tell you this, but I often make Jess just handle more of the business stuff when we're doing these intros and outros. I'm like, Jess, you mentioned the guests. You talk about where to find them, whatever. And then I'm just going to jump on and be like, forklifts. (laughs) I think we make a good pair in that way. We do. You've done a great job, Jess. Thanks. You've done a great job. I'm glad we decided to do this. Me too. It's like one of the very first things we really followed through on in our friendship. Yeah, probably because we brought the DePaul brothers in. Man, we got to get them involved in everything. Yeah. They did keep us on task. For sure. Gosh. Thanks, guys. We really enjoyed working with you. I think we've said it to your face, but now we're saying it to the whole world. Thanks <laughs> for helping us follow through on our dreams. Yeah. The and Brothers DePaul for all your forklift DePaul. needs. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you guys so much for listening. Um, now it's time for your final ASMR bonus of this season. Oh, it's ASMR bonus time. Bonus time. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.